In a world of inhumane reality, there is actually only one humane sanctuary left, Doctor, and that can be found in the comfort of a simple dream. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review Podcast. I am Lucky Jesse. And hi, guys. It's Tim. Hey, Tim. How was your day? Uh, pretty slow, actually. I was at work all day, so. Oh, yeah. No, um, today um, was my day off, so I got to stay in bed to kind of like till three. Kind of like when you come in to record, yeah. you stay in bed till three. <laughs> so we switched today. Yeah, today we nice. switched. <laughs> oh man, it's so fun just to be in bed i uh, i didn't want to get up but i had to get up so understandable yeah so today we are still in the land of the rising sun japan wait is that is, is that what's referred to the land of the rising sun i think so or is that china no it's not china it's not japan i see so many godzilla movies that like i don't even know i don't know well, we're still, I think you're good. We're still in Japan. We're still in Japan. And we are tackling today uh, anime. And not just... And this this has a, a following. I, I gotta say... Yeah, well, well, that's why I chose it. It's, yes, because it's, it's like... this is It's not like, a horror. It's, well, it's it's very... But but it has it's a cult film. It, yes. has like a, it has a strong following in. Yes. And just the influences that it has. It's like, wow. Like, I was just like, okay... Like um, today we are talking about paprika, not the not the ingredient, the the <laughs> not the spice. We are talking about the Japanese anime movie Paprika, released in 2006, directed by and I have Satoshi Kon. Thank you, Satoshi Kon. And I did not know he directed. He did Perfect Blue. Yes, that's that's one of my well. Have it, you seen that? I've seen it. I've okay. seen it once, and it's um, it's an amazing. It, it, it's a good anime. I have to see it again, mm-hmm. but like I remember seeing it, and I remember like st- staying in my head. Mm-hmm. But and then he's done um, Tokyo Godfathers yes. and Millennium Princess or yes. something yes. like that. And then his actual like, because a lot of people might not um, consider movies as like in the genre of anime. Yeah. It's in my opinion, it's the same thing. Uh, not really, but yes. Yeah. Um, so there's animation, like animation movies, and then there's animes like series. Yes. Uh, his forte when it comes to that was mainly movies. But if you want to watch an anime by Satoshi Khan, uh, Paranoia Agent is what it's called. Oh, wow. Uh, it's a I, really good fucking anime. I think I heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, so he works in the macabre and the kind of like weird and the yeah. and the psychological. I'm, I'm happy that you've seen. Uh, the was it deepest blue or no perfect blue perfect blue yeah because um perfect blue is like on the complete opposite of what I think paprika is yes where it's you still kind of get into this like um you don't know where you are sometimes yeah especially like in perfect blue yeah uh, and I really loved paprika it was uh paprika was just it, it just blew me away because like you know when you mentioned it. Honestly, I didn't. Um, this wasn't something I expected you to pick. Well, I don't know. It's just like because you hadn't seen it either, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, because this is my first time watching it too. So it was just kind of like it was just something because I thought you were gonna pick something like 
um, it didn't have to be horror adjacent, mm-hmm. but I was just expecting something very um, anime feel with like you know martial arts or okay giant robots or something well, of that nature. That's what I was thinking of. Um, I picked this one, and I think we're already kind of getting into it, but it's fine. yeah. Small talk? Yeah, okay. small, it's, small it's, talk. it's still in the small talk, so yeah. we're, we're still getting we're, we'll, we'll get um, to the part. Because I eventually wanted to watch Perfect Blue. Oh, okay. Because I still haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't? No. So I, I'm, I'm like fairly new to anime. Oh, okay. I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I've only been watching anime for about five to six years. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, <laughs> is a lot of time. Yeah. But considering how long the Japanese like media of animation is, yes. it's not a lot of time. So, yeah. uh, and I don't like when I was a kid, I watched Dragon Ball Z. Right. And that's like, or Digimon and Pokemon. Right. But mm-hmm. like you did, I didn't know that was anime. Yeah. Until I got like way older. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So, uh, I only got into Satoshi Khan because of uh, Satoshi Khan. Sorry. Because of a uh, paranoia agent. Oh, Paranoia okay. Agent was a, a show that they used to play in, uh, well, an anime that they used to show in, um, yes, uh, Toonami. Oh, okay. Toonami. Which is, I think, I think what that's where I heard it. Most, like, anime people, uh, watch their anime, right? Yeah. Well, um, I, like I said, like, I would get into, like, I, I have, a, like, an on and off relationship with anime. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll see it for a while and then I'll stop and then I'll keep coming back to it, like, on and off, back and forth, I think. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel kind of introduced me to anime like way uh, back when. Yeah, it they first... had a what is it Monday Monday morning anime Monday or, morning or anime Monday night anime. and um back at my old house we used to have like this satellite dish yeah that um that you know those big ass old ones that would turn and move <laughs> yeah. so I would there would I would get like these um pirate channels that would show like these anime movies and I got introduced to like the original Dirty Pair and um Mobius something. And there's like a whole bunch of like yeah. other animals, especially Akira, Akira. Akira. And, you know, just like, you know, on and off, you know, Sailor Moon, of course. And yeah. um, uh, I never could get into Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I, me neither. I'm, I'm sorry, fans. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm me sorry, neither. listeners. It's just, I, I could. I like it. It's, it's, you know, it's weird. Well, no, like, there's like a huge influence all around for Dragon Ball Z. Especially, on a lot of things. Yeah, especially here uh, in our town yeah. of Laredo. Because, like, you know, like, we, we, we always see, like, well, I always see, like, a lot of well, Dragon Ball Z, like, like It was because, stuff. as, like, most of us, uh, like, Hispanics. Yes. Um, It was the one of the, like, the five things that got played yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. For Mexico. Which, yeah. which then, obviously, being a, a border town like Laredo, most of us who were first strictly Spanish-speaking. Yeah. Dragon Balls was like the one thing for like uh, like boys. You get me? Yes. Besides like Pokemon and Digimon, and there was also this other one that I just found out called like um, well Knights of the Zodiac, but it was called San- Saint, uh, Santo Sa- uh, Caballeros del Zodiaco. Yes, that's it. <laughs> you said it better than I could have ever said it, but it's just like um, it's always been a- around, like you know, yeah, us. Well, like it's been around everywhere, but like especially like in the Hispanic community, it's been around because like unlike um sadly like you know like the 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 when the when they would get imported from Japan to 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 Mexico, 
they would be uncensored. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, we got like all the, the blood and gore. Yeah. All the American <laughs> audience got like got the, like the shitty ones. Yes. The shitty ones to be the tamer version. I was going to say, yeah. but, but literally they got the shitter ones. So today we're talking about paprika and quick, uh, summary plot. So paprika is about, um, it has to do with dreams <laughs> going into the yeah. dream world and the reality world. Yep. It's basically about this machine called the DC Mini uh-huh. that uh, Dr. Atoshi Shabi, Atoshi Shabi, Atoshi Shabi, Dr. Atoshi Shabi, sees using it to help a detective with his uh, recurring dream, Dr. Uh, no, not Dr. Mr. Detective uh, Toshami uh, Kasawa. No, Kana, Kanakawa. As I said, Kanakawa. God, don't hate me for this. Butchering these names. Kanakawa. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, Kanakawa. Kanakawa. With his recurring dream of guilt over a case. And, you know, uh, uh, Chichabi's avatar is a paprika, a red-headed girl with a pixie haircut that helps him guide through them. Uh, through the dream world and tries to analyze his dream through psychotherapy. By the way, this film takes place somewhere in the near future, like far away for technology is very big. So, uh, Chibi real life is a doctor in a Institute for psych- psychiatric research in dreams and things like that. When she goes to work the next day, she is, um, not able to go into the elevator because of her obese child, uh, obese coworker, uh, well, Dr. Kasako Toka. Oh, yeah, Dr. To- Toka. Toka. And um, he informs her that the device was stolen. So then they go to their uh, boss, Dr. Segurdi Inui. In- 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 Inua. Um, <coughs> sorry. Any. Um, so they're trying to figure out like what to do, what to do, keep it quiet, not to let the chairman know, but the chairman knows that the device was stolen. They figure out it's like an inside job. And it was another uh, Takata's assistant, uh, uh, Huma, who, no, Himuro, who stole the device. But it just turns out it's a red herring that like somebody else stole the device. So then the film starts going, blending in between the reality and the dream world. All this um, surrealism that we'll get into in a, while, in a bit later on. And it turns out that there's a chairman along with the assistant, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Uh, Morio. Morio, that was also helping him. And that's it. Well, that's all I'm going to say right now because it's just like so it's, much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's I, you did good on the summary. That's yeah, fine. That's, that's I, I mean, it's pretty much like. It's pretty much it. But like, it's just like. It's a, it's a movie about dreams yes I think that's the best way without having like to go completely all... spoil it yes to, to go yeah we're, well well we're gonna go into spoilers but like as far as like the movie goes it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. um it's something you have to watch to get into it's, it it's fucking amazing yes but okay so th- this film was based on a novel from 1993 also by the same name paprika and uh khan basically realized well Obviously, like in the no- in in novels, there's a lot of like explanation of how things are. When he, when he when he want for him to go from one um how do you say from from the book to the film adaptation, 
he had to go, he had to like obviously lose the explanation and go more visual yes. into this. Yes. And it really stands out. Yes. A lot I, of it. I, yeah, and that was one of my topics that I was going to bring up, which is the fact that uh, you didn't have to be, you, you weren't hit over the head with so much explanation. Yes. It was just kind of, hey, this is what's going on. He's a little bit of a context of what's happening. Yeah. We're going to move on. This is what's happening. You got me? Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. But what did you think of the of the story setup? I mean, because, like, it does sound like it's a mystery of, like, well, who stole the machine? And it kind of goes to that. Yeah. And then when um, the first act ends with them discovering um, the Himera or Himeroi. Yeah. Himera, the, I'm just going to say chairman, him, The chairman. No, no, not the chairman. The... Oh, the, the assistant. The assistant. The assistant. Uh, I'm yeah, just going to say hemorrhoid. Uh, when, like, he, fall, he falls Jesus down. Christ. <laughs> well, when he falls down yeah. and, like, in, like, enough from an apparent suicide, he's, like, in a coma. It's, like, that's the end of the, that was a red herring. Yes. And that, that, that like, sig- signifies the end of the first act. Yeah. So, like, everything that you think you know is going to start changing after that. Yeah. And, boy, does it change. Yes. It, it it really does because now it's not like a, it's still like okay like, so he's not behind it. Who is behind it? Mm-hmm. And then, well, I start I started thinking watching this stuff. So well, maybe the thing like got maybe the the DC mini got um, a sentient and became a, a you know a mind of its own. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Did you ever think that? Uh a little. So I was thinking. Because this is obviously my first time watching it too, I was thinking that it was actually for a little while. It was a hot second. I thought Paprika, like the actual AI Paprika, was the one that was like doing all of these things. Because uh-huh. I was trying to understand how was it that she was moving from like place to place without um, like her actual host body like having to be there. Yeah, or like them almost making it seem like her and Paprika, that the doctor and Paprika were like two different people right because the ai or the uh, the the character paprika kept like being like hey let me take over hey let me take over yeah it was like the moonlight situation it was kind of like yeah she was just looking at a mirror and it'd be like hey my turn come on yeah let me in it did kind of felt like that that whole um that disassociated um identity and yeah. that's how it's that's the new way to say it. Well, not the new. That's the proper term to say it instead of a multiple personality. But yeah, this film had to do with like a lot of do. Well, when it came to Paprika and Child Chiba, Chiba, uh, it had to do like a lot of duality, especially with them. Because again, like you said, like you don't know. Like is is that thing real? Is it all in her head? It's yeah. It's like because like even at the beginning of the film, the opening credits, which was amazing. Yes, I gotta say that. But it's like you see her driving, and then all of a sudden you see Paprika, and you see her walking around like in the real world, and it's like, yeah. okay, is that really happening, or is, or is this just like part of the credits, or like what's going on here? And then the whole like jumping from one billboard to another, like coming out of somebody's T-shirt, or yeah. eating a cheeseburger. It's just very, it's a it's a mindfuck. I it gotta was. say, yeah, it was. I, like it, it, it definitely preps you to like understand that not everything that you're watching is going to be real in the context of the movie. Yeah. Yes. And and I know it's just like 
like we'll get into it. I, I don't want to get into it yet, but like so, like we're just gonna keep going, to focusing more on the film. But everything, and this is what Khan like did on purpose. It's like you know, like he sets the story up to think what you're getting, but you're not gonna get it. Yeah. You're gonna get something else, and you have to, and a, uh, and again, it has to go with his whole thing about surrealism. Yeah, and just like er, like he like you have to uh, how can it's like you it's like what you yeah like what you're seeing is not what you're getting you have to look deeper and deeper yeah. and it's just very a mindfuck because like what are we supposed to be taking away or what 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 is it in this film like what what's what's your breakdown of it what is my breakdown of it um, hmm, that is a big question. because uh, hmm. I like I saw it as like yeah. as like in a, first it was gonna be like a detective film, mm. and then like like scientists like I honestly thought that the guy that they were chasing in the in the detective's dream, uh, Kinawa, I thought that the that I, I was thinking that maybe well maybe that person that he's chasing is turned, also the one that stole the DC. It's also the one that stole the DC the uh-huh. DC mini. And it's somehow connected to him because, like, why would you have, why, why would you begin the film like this? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, well, to not have connect. us not think about, yeah, what was going on. Yeah. That, well, yeah, of course. Like yeah, said, everything like, was purposely um, misleading. Like we, we were, yeah, we were giving like three different storylines almost, yeah. um, centered around like our two main leads, really, which are. The same person, technically, Paprika and uh, Chibia, and and um, and almost almost only towards the end is where you really get like all of those stories kind of combining, yeah, and not really ending where you thought it was going to be, yeah, which is that like the detective story ends up being where it's like fuck, it's just like it's all in your head, bud, like yeah, yeah. Like, like he, the the mystery that we're like essentially like hey we're missing the DC mini like oh it's actually been here the entire time like yeah yeah I think it was pretty cool I I thought um the big guy Tokikon or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the Tokikon Tokikon <laughs> I thought okay the big guy uh-huh. I uh Tokita Takita Takita um I thought he was just a stock character. Because okay, and, and and this is why I say this because in almost every anime, you always have that big obese guy that's either just like a supporting character or just like the friendly giant. Yeah, he's just there. Like when I was um no, when I was working at your place, like I think my first year there, we had like this uh we had this one one big guy that was working there, uh-huh. and I always consider him to be that kind of a that anime character. That that big bruiser, big guy character that's just there, <laughs> and you know, kind of makes the the remarks here and there. But like, yeah, yeah. he's just a supporting character. He's just there. He says he has no meaning to the story. That's what I thought Tokita was. That he was just going to be there, like as like a stock character, and it just totally like again, what I was expecting. Didn't turn out to be yeah. like that. It was like so. I get the fact that he was like a child like mine with like a, you know, a genius plus a child like mine, very simplistic and stuff. And I guess ADD. Yeah. And all it's just I it's just 
and and it's a bit gross. I'm sorry to say, but it's just like I don't, I didn't understand that the character did have like some sort of relevance until towards the very end, or some kind of need to correct his mistakes in a way. The the inventor, yes, the inventor. Okay. Well, well they do say he was the inventor, but. It's just like for him to go into the the guy's dream and then to get lost in it. Yeah. And his avatar was like a giant robot, which yeah. like, you know, again the duality, like you know, the inner kid within him, as opposed to oh no no, well yes because like you know, cha chigabib. No no well okay so he, he was a giant robot because, uh giant toy robot because inside his mind works like a machine. Oh. But. He is still essentially not really mature, right? Hence why he fucking eats whatever he wants, he says whatever he wants, and he kind of just does whatever the hell he wants to, right? Yeah. The reason he created the um the DC Mini or uh, the this uh Dream Controller was essentially for him to be able to understand people. He wanted to be able to get into people's like uh, dreams and um. And understand why is it that they maybe don't like him? Oh. Or why is it that maybe they like, uh, why they're friends with him? Kind of stuff like that. Yes. That makes any sense. That does make sense. So everybody had kind of like their own way of the way that they were as themselves in the dreamlight state and in their real life was it why he was a, a toy robot was because his mind was a robot it's almost robotic he's too intelligent to be understood sometimes yeah. but he is still kind of like he's too intelligent for his own good so why is it that he's still like unmature so that's why he was a, te- a toy robot yeah. the the assistant right the one who we think is the um the, the main villain the terrorist. of it, the terrorist, was a China doll because he was only there to be there. Yeah. China dolls from the inside are empty. And we find out that the assistant was actually just a red herring. He was a empty body. Yeah. Because God knows what happened to him <laughs> in yeah. real life. But he was an empty body for someone else to take care of, like take over him and do the bad things that they did through his body. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you want to spoil it yet, but yeah, go for it. Uh, the chairman, right? The the main boss of them is literally in a wheelchair. Yeah. So that was kind of I, a pun there. I, there's a pun on that with uh, with Khan, but um, he was using these two other guys, which is his his assistant, who was also a doctor. And the inventor's assistant to do his dirty work because he couldn't get around unless he was in the um, wheelchair, in the um, dream dreamland. Yeah, dreamland and stuff. And and it's, it's also when it comes to like the the the, the main the, the main protagonist, you know, uh, uh, Chiba. Chiba. It's like you know, like her the way she is in reality is you know very. Rigid. Very rigid, very strict, very by the books. Uh-huh. You know, she doesn't allow herself to have fun. Yeah. As opposed to her, to avatar, her avatar. in the dream Papri- land, Yeah, Paprika, which is, you know. Pixie spicy character. Yes, yeah, yeah, spicy character, you know, like red <laughs> hair, pixie haircut. Like, there's even a one point where like, she has, like, the fairy wings, like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Even when she is in danger, every, it's still a, like, joke to her. Or yeah. it's still, she's still smiling. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And, and, and even, even in her, like. Um, 
like her dresses, yeah, uh, right, like and everything that she wore. It was always very. She was wearing a mini skirt with like a tank top, and it was always kind of like provocative. And everybody that like met her loved her, and it wasn't just paprika, like like. So you know, get I me mean? like it was. It was a person. Everybody in the dreamline was supposed to be the person that they were. Yeah, it's like you know, kind of like in the like you know when you see a sitcom and you see that popular person, yeah. especially like in the live audience when they walk in the door and everybody cheers. That's Paprika. Like you know, everybody loves her because he has like this so this energetic feel that like you know you just want to be around her. Yeah, that's also a reason why the detective was sort of kind of falling for yeah, her because because he was kind again like you know like her energy was very you know like bringing him out you know yeah. of his like sternness because he just had that that vibrant energy that like a beatiness of it all especially when you know um, when she's trying to talk to him about like the films and stuff and he's like oh no i don't watch films but she's still kind of like an energetic about yeah. it yeah even it's just very you know, she's just like very, she brings out like a level of something, you know, that, you know, you rarely, you, you're not supposed to feel, but you feel, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I said it right, but yes. Uh, well, even, well, the t- detective. So the movie is essentially, and in my opinion, it's not me if you don't think. Okay. The movie is essentially, I, I believe, broken down in like three parts. Yes. I feel, which is essentially like the. The beginning is like almost kind of like just strictly to the detective, yeah, and almost a detective like um, storyline, right? And then you find out, holy fuck, the DC mini is gone. Let's find out what's going on. There's a terrorist because everybody keeps saying terrorist. And this is, uh, you know, and uh, this is post nine eleven, so it's like that. That word was kind of yeah. being freely thrown around everywhere yeah. at this time. And I feel like that's still part of pretty much like the first part of it. Yeah. And then you'll get to uh, what is the nitty gritty of the movie, which is really like understanding what the dreamland is. Yeah. And like trying to figure out really through the movie what you're watching, because she almost dies at a certain point um, when they're at the assistant's home. uh, She almost kind of like climbs off the ledge accidentally because she is. She doesn't know that she's being controlled or is in the dreamland. Yeah, and we don't know either because she's not in her alter ego. And that's another thing. It's like it's weird that like, like she doesn't. The way it blends, the way it just like goes from reality to the dreamland. Yeah, it's very like, like us as the view, viewer, we could kind of tell, but these characters yeah. can't because it's like how do. Like, how could she not realize he's in the dreamland? Like, she's she's going through, like, an escape, like, a, like going down the rabbit hole in the apartment. Yes. All of a sudden, there's an amusement park. Yes. Like, is she so, like, easily influenced or manipulative to believe that? That she thinks, like, jumping off the rail to get to the other side? Yeah. And then gets saved? Like, it's just like, we're like, what? Like, like she's a, a doctor, you know? A, a, she, she's supposed to, like... And maybe, oh, maybe she was like so determined not to. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's just like, well, that's kind of like. I, I, and I did like that we basically only saw her, like, reality. Like, we could only really see her, like. Yeah. Her way of thinking through the dreamland. Because, and I don't think, I, I don't know if you remember this, when the head doctor, the smaller guy, yeah. was. 
was going through his thing. I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. He was just yelling and seeing a bunch of shit and going through these like things. And then he jumps off. He does the exact same thing that she almost did, which is essentially she, he just jumps off the fucking like like window. Yeah, because I just thought like he was just like going mad. Like yeah, he yeah, just like, yeah. just, like simple like ranting, raving, and jumps mm-hmm. off. And then because they're able to see like the dreams in the video on the on the computer, we see why he was like because he believed he was in the parade and yeah. jumping like like to us he jumped out the window, but to him he was like jumping through like a I don't know, like a ring of fire or something. They don't really yeah. show what he jumped through, but again, like we don't see that like uh, un- until we we see it like until in the computer. we do through her eyes. Yes, through her eyes, and I feel well. Uh, to me, I broke this film in three acts. Okay. Like the first act was, you know, the the, the detective story. Uh, yeah, the the, the, the missing the 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 DMC the D, DC mini, and you think that they would want to get since they're helping a detective, you think that they would They'd like keep it, get the they want to get yeah. his help and say and keep it on the down low since they're helping him with yeah. his recurring dream. You would think they would get his help, but they don't. They yeah. They keep everything in house, and it's not till we find the red herring that it goes into this other thing, and it's like, okay, well, now well, who during stole the it? first stack, we still didn't know that Paprika and, and Chiba were the same person, right? Yeah, I didn't think. Uh, I kind of hinted. I just thought like she was just like a, a program. I didn't think yeah. she was like a an actual person. Person again at the. Before we got to the the big reveal of the chairman being the the boss, like the main bad guy, I thought the system just got like you know sentient, yeah, and went all matrix, but that wasn't the case. It was like again, it's like a, a human person, like a human, like I don't know if a machine, if if no, because like even sentient things, they now we're kind now we're kind of going more into it. <laughs> but I don't know if a uh, if if an if an uh, artificial intelligence can get those kind of emotions of just yeah. be all like logical and conquer the world. Yeah, I don't know. Like when suddenly when it comes to the chairman being like wanting to walk for selfish reasons and then believing himself to be a god, that is all like human yeah. emotions and territory. But for a machine to do that, but goes as logic. I, like there have been films where like machines do get like emotion and stuff, but I didn't know if this film was going there. Yeah, no, and and I'm I'm happy that he stuck to like a couple of things only. Yeah, definitely the movie goes around like goes jumps around a lot, but not in a bad way. Yeah, it 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 um it almost wraps up perfectly at the end. Yes, it does. But before we get there, it it very like like. Going like in that second half, where and when yeah, and then the second act where to Tokika, you know, builds the machine and goes into Hiramu's uh, mind to see like I guess to kind of find out like why he did what he did, yeah, why he did what he did, and it just starts going all crazy, yeah, and and it's just like you 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 don't know he's there until he crashes into the. Into the detective's dream, like the dreams merging. That's yeah. what he said, and then we kind of get into like the the third act, which is like this huge, like run through to all the dream world, and you don't know what's real, what's not, and 
all this stuff like butterflies, you know, griffins and centaurs. And this is a place where life and all its joys are revered. Dreams belong to the dreamer, not cold machinery that sucks the life from them. I will not allow arrogant scientific technology to intrude under this holy ground. Return Dr. Tokita to us, sir. You know, the mad chairman going all Goku or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it just blew me away. Yeah, man. It's a fucking good movie. It, 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 it is. So, okay. So you mentioned Christopher Nolan. Okay, yeah. Let's get into that now. So, so this movie did actually inspire uh, Inception. And, okay. Yeah, it's it's it has been said by Christopher Nolan himself oh, okay. that that uh, Paprika inspired Inception. So, if you want to think about it in head canon, you could take it in as as a uh, everything like these. You know, Paprika Even dog agrees. Yep. Turn <laughs> <laughs> away. Yeah, no, we can go for it. But it's just like I, I never seen Inception. I I heard so much about it, and I saw the yeah. the the the, 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 the you know, that South Park made fun of it with the whole parody thing. <laughs> and especially with the whole Freddy Cougar, like the dream master, like <laughs> helping out the the people. But like, I never knew, like, I never, I never heard of Paprika until yeah. like I saw this film. And as I'm seeing it, I'm like thinking like, this is Inception. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> they totally like, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This is insane. Like they, like they stole Christopher Nolan's idea, but and then again, it's like, like then as I'm looking into this, they're like, well, the Matrix actually did it first, so the mate they stole from the Matrix, and then I'm like, well, no, because the book came out in 1993, yeah. so then again, the Matrix stole, stole from, from them, America. but again, like the Matrix goes about like with the uh the AI, um. You know, all Skynet Terminator thing. Yeah. So I guess it all kind of takes from it. I I still think that Nolan. I mean, I don't know if he stole. I don't think they'll ever admit that they stole. It's but it's heavily, it's heavily inspired. Inspired, which is another people. way for saying stole. <laughs> Definitely. Um, no, yeah, I was watching it because I haven't watched Inception either. I I mean, it's I've I've seen it. You get me? Yeah. Like, if that makes any sense, like I know of it because it was a good movie. Well, I know of it because like it was like all around yeah, everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um, I saw like the little like forty five second clips of like this is Paprika, this is Inception, and like they show a scene from Paprika, Inception, Inception did it too, did too. It too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like instead of Simpsons did it, Paprika did it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's definitely a um I don't know, and I almost feel like when I was watching the movie I'd be like, fuck. Do I need to watch Inception after this? You like, know, I'm actually thinking about that now. Yeah. Because it's just like I don't know, like there's some things that well maybe they do they could with like with so much CGI and computers, but with this whole animation thing. Yeah. They were able to do, do way more, way more, way more, especially like in the beginning scene with, you know, Paprika, like driving the scooter and then going from one billboard from to, another. to another and then jumping into a T-shirt and like getting into a restaurant, being bothered by someone. So she fucking leaves and it's just like, holy fuck, where is she going? Holy fuck. 
Yes, it's like, I don't know if a if if, if, a, if a motion picture film can do that. Yeah, like no, I'm pretty sure I, they can, I mean but like it, can, it, but... It, it won't feel the same. It won't. As just and this is where the 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 ending of the film, uh, kind of well, the ending of Paprika kind of like points out with the with the well with Paprika, you know, saying her goodbyes to the detective, um, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, so um. Yeah, so like, oh, heavy, heavy spoilers now. So, uh, the, the chairman, the chairman, um, gets killed. No, so basically, um, Chiba, Chiba, like, kind of like realizes that she is actually in love with Tokika, and it is like in her confessing to that that it's able to like snap Tokika out of his um his delusions. Well, because he's you know running rampant in the dream yeah. world, yeah. and it is through their love that their avatars are able to merge and there's this whole thing about light and dark the chairman represents the darkness the the darkness of the the human psyche of the mind yeah and then chiba and tokika represent you know like the inner light you know like and again childness literally like a child comes out of uh, out of them literally a child and then like it, it like it absorbs the darkness to bring the light yeah and that whole Again, metaphor and surrealism into this, and basically that the film ends with it, it ends with like Chibi, uh, Chiba like sitting in the next to Tokika's bedside as he recovers, you know, after her love confession and the detective. And again, we feel like the detective is going to end up with the Chiba, but he doesn't. Yeah, but it's okay because it's like. He doesn't really care. Like even he, even he, even he, he well, himself even admits he was in, like more in love with Paprika than it was. Yes, Chiba. it was like it wasn't. And again, like you're in love with a, an illusion, a fantasy. Yeah, and Inception, <laughs> Inception, because Leonardo DiCaprio is in love with his wife, who is dead. Inception. I, don't I haven't watched the movie. I haven't watched the movie either. I, just, I, just I have know. no idea what happens. I just know. all I know is that Evergreen is it Evergreen? No, it's not Evergreen. It's Elliot Page. Uh, Elliot Page comes out. It's, yeah. That is true. You're right. No, no, no. The wife. I don't know who the wife is. Ah, never seen it. Anyways, Christopher Nolan. Moving on. The, the <laughs> issue is that even the structure of. By the way, fine, fine. Maybe he didn't take from the movie. He definitely did. <laughs> But maybe he took from the book. Fine. It's not his thing, right? Then the book. He took, yeah. he took the ideas from the book. There is side-by-sides of the animation and fucking Christopher Nolan's movies. Yes. Though. I'm just putting that out there. Fucking America. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but even the structure of Inception, because I've seen fucking like, like movie breakdowns of it, is, is kind of beat to beat. Yeah. Paprika. It it does, dude. Even to just like the like the fucking like. By the way, he's definitely taking that fucking structure of like you get this detective things, and then there's kind of like a things, but you introduce some like weird things to it, and then in the middle it's kind of like ooh, I'm understanding, and then boom, it's nothing that you thought. That is like four of his movies. Yeah, Tenant, Batman, um, all of them. <laughs> He's definitely 
Like, listen, I'm not saying he should be kissing fucking Satoshi Khan's fucking grave, but yeah. fucking Christopher Nolan needs to be thanking Satoshi Khan for his fucking, like, <laughs> career. Well, I gotta give for it to you. I, I gotta say that, yes. Yeah. But the white man taking, <laughs> the white man taking from another fucking minority is pissing me off <laughs> as a man of color. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Keep making movies, though. Tenet was fire. I have not seen Tenet. <laughs> me neither. I've heard it's pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> the only Christopher, the only Christopher Nolan films I've seen were Batman. the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Same, <laughs> but but the one thing about the ending of this film is that it it it's like, and it's kind of like it's kind of. S- it's, and it's a B plot. You would think it's probably would be part of the main plot, but yeah. it's the B plot. The whole thing about the, the, detective? the detective and the films, like, cause like we find out in this, that he was like a junior, he was like, he wanted to be a filmmaker with he his friend. To be a fake filmmaker, yeah. But like he, he, he grew out of it. Yeah. But his friend never did and his friend died and he, re- he kind of feels guilty okay. about that. Well, throughout the movie, right? Uh, the, at the beginning, we are introduced to a detective who is essentially, if you watch a regular movie, you think, oh, this is the main character. Right? right. This is the main character. He's not. Oh, thank God. Anyways. <laughs> um, throughout the movie, we kind of get him going through it and trying to understand with Paprika um, his, his reasoning for why he has this reoccurring nightmares of like him going through scenarios of like in a circus and then through Tarzan and then through a hallway because fucking Christopher Nolan and then a train and then a train like fucking Christopher Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) And he's trying to understand what the fuck is going on. Why is he that he keeps like chasing the same person? Um, And then it's, it's pretty cool because you have no idea what the fuck is going on. And I thought, oh, fuck, well, this movie's almost done. Are we not going to figure out, like, what's yeah. going on with the detective? Everything gets everything gets not explained, but every everybody gets a conclusion. Right. To a, like, and it, not, not that everybody gets, like, a happy ending, right? But everybody gets their, like... Closure. Their closure, yeah, which is not Christopher Nolan. Because <laughs> <laughs> his movies don't make sense. Because uh, <laughs> there's no closure in most of his movies, so we can play the honest with you. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think about that later. <laughs> I don't want to think about it now. <laughs> but no, yeah, dude, like, it, but it's, yes, it's a really pretty movie. But the, but the way that, like, the way the, the the way that Paprika was trying to point out to him about like in his dreams, uh, like if you don't like movies, then why why are, why are you your fucking movies like your dreams based off a of movie? Yeah, like Tarzan, yeah. and then the Greatest Show on Earth. No, it was called the Greatest Show. Oh, something. And then the, the Roman. Yeah, and then the 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 the, the Rome Holiday, Roman yeah. Holiday. Sorry, Roman Holiday, and all these things. And he's you know he's kind of like trying to suppress it, but before Tokika like dream merges with his dream like you see them like in a theater and he's right there talking about camera angles and stuff it's excuse me it's kind of like okay like you don't like movies but all of a sudden you're talking about these whole camera angles and scenes like and how they get the shot like 
Where does this come from? And that's when we find out that, oh, well, like he had a childhood friend in high school that they were going to make a film, but then he grew out of it. His friend didn't. And he died. He, his friend dies, and he just kind of feels that whole like guilt about, um, I guess not not uh, not finishing the not finishing the movie with his best friend, and also not being there for his friend when he died. Yes, yeah, and that comes to like a resolution, yes. and especially like when like the when the, the paprika sends him like a final message, of the, you know, she recommends his film Dreaming Kids, which was something that was supposed to be Khan's next film. But it was uh, called, like, Dreaming Machines. But sadly, like, you know, he passed at the age of 46 in the middle of it. So we'll never know what what happens. But the fact that, like, what it means and what I got from that is that, like, just like, um, that was a fun, just like. (laughs) Unprofessional. Oh, yeah, sorry, dude. And, <laughs> hey, hey, well, do you know what? You know, I I didn't want to say this, but it's Christopher Nolan. Oh, he says, well, "Tell Tim to fuck off." Tell Christopher Nolan to suck my dick. <laughs> tell Christopher Nolan to stop taking people's ideas. <laughs> so, Tenet is just Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm just fucking putting that out there. It's about time travel, by the way. <laughs> Tenet is about time travel. It is. It, yes. Oh wow! It's just Doctor Who with prettier people. Wait. So then they're caught. So the, did they call this Doctor Doctor When? Or yeah. Doctor what? <laughs> Doctor how? Doctor why? <laughs> it's, uh, wow, what's his name? I, uh, f- anyway. Anyways. Anyway, moving was, on. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Anyways. So, it's just like the, like, the, it's just, to tell us, it's. The ending was beautiful. It was beautiful, and it just means to tell us. That from what I got from one of the, one of the reviews I saw because there was like a lot of them, but only only picked the shorter ones. That films are dreams in a way. Films are dreams in a way, and then like us viewing the film, us viewing films is when it's us seeing somebody else's dream. So like we're like the voyeur, kind of like what Tokika uh, Chibi are doing. They are basically watching somebody's dreams as if they were seeing a film. There, I said it. I got to it finally out of my yeah, system. You're good, you're good. <laughs> But this whole surrealism about like 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 dreams and reality blending in, and like with the Salvador Dali and all this stuff, it's just like very. It just blew me away, and again, and it's weird because like you know like Toshisha Kong, uh, the way he did like you know he drew the art, well yeah. no, he didn't draw like he had um what do you say, the outlines yes. of what he wanted, and it gets done. And then it gets passed to other people, and they start adding little things, especially like in the parade, in the parade where you know, like there was like they do one thing, and then they overlap it with something else, and then something else, and then so forth, one on top of the other, for like you, you, you like you see something new in that parade. If you were to watch this film over and over yeah. again, it's very. Like I said, I was actually thinking of watching this movie again. Also, when it comes to like the colors. Because in the real world, the colors are very... Everything's a little bit more muted. Muted and bland. Yeah. And in the dream world, everything's just like, black, like pop out. Just like Inception. <laughs> and especially, especially like Chiba, you know, in the real world, Chiba's like very, like, you know, black hair all together and stuff, yeah. like we talked She's about. kind of pale. She yeah. only wears like suit dresses yeah. and stuff like that. And then like in the in her avatar, Paprika, it's like, you know, like red hair out there like spicy and cheerful and have like 
when she goes into the dream world to rescue Tokika, she fl- she flies a fucking cloud. Like, so... Like, i never seen Kiki's delivery service. I don't know if that was where it's from. Yeah. But, or just... It was, like, so... Like, Silver Surfers. Like, it's... I want to say. Like, it's just, like, that whole thing. It's just, like, very beautiful. It's, like... It's like and, again, I saw this... I saw this on Friday night. Like, very late. Like, around 11 o'clock. Because usually, like... um I'll see half of the films and then I'll fall asleep and then I'll see the other half. But I did not want to fall asleep <laughs> in this film. I wanted to stay awake and see it till the end. It's like I I, I just needed to see like where this goes. Yeah. And just just to go the colors of the bright world was just like, whoa. And when they blend in together when the chief is falling down and Chiba's trying to help him up, and then all of a sudden we see we see paprika come and help Chiba and it's like holy shit you're real yeah. <laughs> but that's because everything was like merging mm-hmm. yeah I, I just liked it so much like what did you think of that whole surrealism of it I fucking loved it yeah it was, I fucking loved it I I. Oh, what's the best way to explain it the, the, the moments okay cause that whole part of her almost fucking falling through the ledge yeah. I did not see coming yeah I, I genuinely thought she was going through, like, something. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I thought, oh, like, oh, shit, that was pretty quickly they found him. But, like, he, I was I was waiting for, like, the jump scare of him, like, grabbing her. Yeah. But then you don't. You don't get that jump scare. You get the, you get the jump scare of home or her almost fucking just going through the fucking window. Yeah. And it was, it's, it was fucking great. I, 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 I can't sing this fucking movie enough praises. Because it was just so, it was everything that I expected from it. Well, now that you mentioned singing, that's a great segue into the music. Because <laughs> the music was really good. It was good. fucking great. It yeah. was good. It was, I uh, hope I can say this right, Susamu um, Hirashawa. Susamu, uh, I'm sorry if I put your name wrong. But that music, that, that again, with that intro, it, it felt so... Uh, I don't know, like very like synth wave to me, very like synth wave, very like beat. The way he composed it was just like very. I liked it a lot. It was just like especially like throughout the whole film, like when 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 it's 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 like the dream world had like its own soundtrack when they would go yeah. in. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah I, I could see that because everything in the real world was a little bit again. Was a little bit more uh, turn, toned down when it came to the music. It wasn't as uh, like uh, whimsical. Yeah. And then when you do get to the like Dreamland, everything was a little bit more of a symphony. It was a little bit more funky. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot more fun to listen to. It was. It was like so much. It was more fun than the Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> Fuck Christopher Nolan again. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> I'm going to watch it and just hear the exact music from Paprika. And I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> Fuck Christopher Nolan. Okay. He's a good director, I guess. He is a good he's director. He's a good director, I he's guess. A, he's all right. He's all right. That's all you get today. <laughs> all right. Our Lord's Day. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. And it's Easter, by the way. That's why I said that. Yeah, at this time of this recording, we're doing it on Easter. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, Bitch ass. <laughs> what was, <laughs> so, what was your favorite part in this film? Ah, okay. I knew you were going to say this. God yeah. damn it. I always get stumped on these things. Um, it's like mm, it's like you're doing a math oh, test and you yes. come to that math okay, okay, problem okay, that okay, you can't okay. solve. Yes, 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 yes. When she, when Paprika finally gets captured, uh-huh. and she's in this room of butterflies, oh. I thought that looked so beautiful. And then he like just literally sticks his hand inside of her and like rips out the like the real her. I thought the, I thought the splitting of like the face and like showing her real self was just fucking amazing because you have this backdrop backdrop of by the way someone had to draw this because during 2005 they weren't really doing like cgi like yeah. like drawings they were only doing fucking hand drawings and then animate animating them so you get this backdrop of just beautiful like butterflies in cases yeah and and um and then you get paprika in like pinned down literally pinned down her like her wings are being pinned into this so she can't get out. Yeah. And it was just an amazing, like, like thing because it was like, holy fuck, what's going on? And then that segues into the fucking chairman coming out of his assistant's fucking oh, yeah. head. So you start getting this, like, fucked up, like, tree monster. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out why is that he was a tree monster. I understand because he was in a, like, greenhouse. greenhouse. Yeah. So he likes trees. But, like, everybody's, like, version of themselves was, like, a was reasoning. There was reasoning behind it. I I, I, I did like that, um, the butterfly scene. When yeah. that, 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 that butterfly room, because it's, like, like, her, like, it's, like, so very um, macabre. Yeah. Being in a room with, like, a lot of butterflies pinned on frame and, like, butterflies that are pinned, pinned and framed all around you and then to see her you know like you know be also be pinned down and at first honestly like you know when when you see that the that that the the assistant the bad guy the the bad guy's assistant mm-hmm. like like By I the thought, way, he was the only one i'm sorry yeah he was the only one that didn't have a avatar yeah but it's just like i thought it was gonna go i thought it was gonna go bad I did not think he was gonna like you know rip like rip, like rip off the avatar to get the real her. I thought it was I thought it was gonna be like a, a you know like typical like rape scene yeah in hand time well in in in, in, in an anime okay first of all huh <laughs> nothing no I, I that's what I thought they were gonna like oh yeah, no yeah. don't go I'm there like, oh, come on dude. yeah you're gonna go there come on this movie's so good you're gonna go there but no it totally went something yeah, yeah, else it went somewhere else but it was still a. Uh, like it was just like a, a good scene. My favorite, and I think I, I probably really like spoiled it, but it's the cloud scene when she goes in to save to uh, Tokika. You know, she's riding the clouds. You know, oh like, like, yes, like as, falling the, down. as the monkey king. Yeah, just like just like like just like, like riding like surfing on the cloud, yeah, like yeah, going yeah, all yeah. around. It's just like very. It was again, honestly, like, I don't think I ever told you this, but like I'm kind of afraid of heights. Okay, but when I see. Vi- Things like that of visually yeah. of flying, especially like riding a cloud like a skateboard. It's it was so pretty cool and the visual was like so beautiful. I really like that, especially like in the beginning. Excuse me, the opening song with the montage of her jumping all around. Yeah. It's very 
welcoming. So I liked it a lot. That that, but the cloud scene, the the cloud riding was my favorite part because it's like you know you're just like you know you're going down. It's it's not. I wouldn't say the rabbit hole, but it's kind of like she's sliding down into the dream world. Yeah, I got you. So rather than just like jumping into a rabbit hole, you're like you know riding this like imaginary slide yeah. on the skateboard of cloud. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that. Yeah, no, she was uh, she was cosplaying uh, the, the Monkey King. Monkey King. Yeah, from, you don't know the Monkey King from Wizard of Oz. No. Monkey, no, 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 no. Okay, well, the Monkey King is is a a Chinese um, story. It's called Journey to the West. Have you heard of that? I think I have. Yeah, it's a really good. It's a really good uh, story. It's essentially um, okay. It's what inspired Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. See why it's called why uh, Goku has like the flying cloud. Oh, and why he was a um, monkey at the beginning. Really? Because he had a tail. That no, makes, I, never, <laughs> I never heard of that. Really? No, yeah, like Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, but just Dragon Ball. Like the original Dragon Ball was inspired by Journey of the uh, Journey to the West. Uh, it's essentially a story of a like mischievous monkey uh-huh. who became immortal, um, uh, and uh, got kicked out of heaven. So he has to now protect a monk and go all the way to India to. Um, from China to, to India to go and uh, protect this uh, like monk and take him to India to meet Buddha. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's a really long story. It's a really, really long story. But it's a really beautiful uh, uh, Like It inspired a lot of like animation. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm blown away by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Definitely. He, he probably fucking already copied... This one too, fucking piece of shit. You know what? It makes sense. Batman, Journey to the West. <laughs> I can see it. Fucking Christopher. You know what? Christopher Nolan just needs to work on the King in Yellow, and that will drive him mad. Christopher Nolan <laughs> just needs to get an original idea. <laughs> All right, closing thoughts. <laughs> totally shit on Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Uh, it's Christopher Nolan Day. Yeah. Christopher shit on Christopher Nolan. Fuck you. <laughs> Our Lord so, and Savior raised it today. And also, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> so, closing thoughts. Closing uh, thoughts. Your closing thoughts like, fuck Christopher Nolan. Five out of five. <laughs> five out of five, IGN. Uh, okay. Um, I fucking love this movie. I, I, I knew I was going into it liking it already. Right, I was already hyped about it. Um, it did not disappoint. I fucking loved it. Now I'm going to watch all the rest of his movies. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four, four out of five. I liked it. It was not what I expected. Um, it kept me up. Uh-huh. It kept me up to want to see the conclusion. Um, I'm kind of glad it ended the way it did. And that whole thing about that whole um. Unexpe- you know, not expecting what you expect. Yeah. And it's a nice metaphor of life, you know, because, like, you know, like, you don't always, you know, expect what you want out of life. You always get something different. Yeah. And I love the way Sotisha, uh, Soto- Sotoshi Khan did this. So, um, this is a great recommendation, man. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad I picked you to, well, not picked you. I'm glad you picked this film, you know. Yeah. 
I'm glad when I said, like, you know, let's do an anime. I said, like, you know what, Tim? You pick it. Thank you. I appreciate and, like, that. this is a really good film. I, I hope this this uh, segues into us doing eventually uh, the perfect blip. Oh, yeah. We, 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 yeah. Sorry. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that probably, like, in, uh, in the summer's coming up. So, we'll yeah. probably do... Yeah. We'll probably do it sometime in the summer, you know, on a, on a, perf- on a we'll do perfect blue on a perfect blue day. There you go. <laughs> I was going to choose, I was between those two movies, Paprika and Perfect Blue. Cool. I, I thought Paprika was going to be a good stepping into yeah. like Satoshi Kon. Yeah. And then definitely Perfect Blue is like just it's into the deep. It, it's funny because like, you know, like I like to, like, it's funny that we were, how can I say this? <laughs> It's funny how we were shitting on Christopher Nolan, but if this film did not have a, this film has a good following, and it just so happens that part of that following was Christopher Nolan, because you know, but he ended up <laughs> stealing some of this. Fuck you, Christopher. <laughs> also, uh, but yes, what's going on? popping, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! Shout out to shout wanna... out to Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Did I expect that one? <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah. <laughs> no, because I want to say Christ on the cross. There you go. <laughs> but it's our Lord's Day. There you go. I'm going to hell for that. <laughs> it's fine. Me too. I literally said our Lord risen today, and then I went, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, but you But want- also, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> he was heavily inspired, right? But he literally took pieces from the movie and made it live action. <laughs> yes, he took the he took the live action I mean, parts. You know what? Leonardo DiCaprio does look like Paprika. I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there. He looks like a woman. Yeah, back in Romeo and Juliet. There you go. <laughs> and Basketball Diaries. <laughs> I did like Elliot Page in that movie. Though. Yes. Me too. So, shout outs. Aside from fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> shout outs to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> uh, no shout outs, no plugs. Oh, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Uh... Okay. Shout outs. Shout outs to uh Kai Ocho Hype and Hobby, man. And my buddy Anthony and uh, uh his partner Liz. Um at uh one thousand eight uh, Garfield Streets. It's by the old Mercy Hospital. We're gonna do something creepy for Halloween. Oh this year. shit, you all are by the old Mercy Hospital? Yeah, yeah, it's I'm literally de- right next to it. I'm definitely going now. <laughs> uh we're gonna do something for, for Halloween this year, I hope. Um, oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, shout outs to the Kaiocho Hype and Hobby. Yeah. Uh, I just got a couple figures from them, actually. Cool. What did you get? Uh, I got, uh, oh, the Blue Spirit from Avatar. Oh. It's a glow in the dark. Cool. Yeah. And um, a figure from an anime, uh, uh, Demon Slayer. Oh, I hear a lot about that one. It's a really good anime. Cool. I think. Hold on. Slayer! Sorry. There you go. <laughs> Uh, when you're cutting to clips <laughs> only oh. cut to inception clips <laughs> don't even do paprika <laughs> you know what i should have done a, today we're doing inception like no wait 
Wait, no, I'm sorry. It's paprika. <laughs> I mean, we still can. <laughs> no, we have to record the whole thing all over Jesus again. <laughs> no, one and done is enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never do Inception. <laughs> yeah, maybe in 10 years. Yeah, fuck them. If, st- if, we're, if we're still doing this in five years, we'll probably do Inception. <laughs> <laughs> Or Christopher Nolan will just rip off Inception that ripped off Chris. <laughs> That'll be the Inception of Inception. <laughs> and that'll be somehow like Batman for some fucking reason. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. What other anime are you going to fucking take from? Shout out to my friend Eric Martinez at the owner, proprietor of uh, Infinity Collectibles and uh, Infinity Apparel Collectibles. <laughs> I just went into it. I didn't segue. They have a, we're never gonna finish if you don't do this. <laughs> they are Infinity Apparel Collectibles is located in Laredo, Texas at twenty one oh seven Shadow Drive, Suite Number Four. <laughs> they, they get a lot of great stuff. Go check them out. Hey, it turns out that one of my coworkers also shops there. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And <laughs> do you have any any, uh, any recommendations? recommendations? Yes, Nothing rec- from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, watch Paprika, obviously, right? Um, per- the Perfect Blue. And uh, honestly, anything from Satoshi Khan. Uh, Paranoia Agents was my favorite anime when I was growing up. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Am I watching anything right now? I'm, one- just, I'm just watching anime. Cool. The new season just started. Like, so all of the uh, new, which like, episodes just... No, like, like um, anime gets dropped, like, seasonally. Uh-huh. So, like, all of the new animes that just started, all of the new shows just started, so everything's kind of coming in. Like, so I'm kind of just watching anything that's, like, that's new. But where do you watch it? Like, on Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll, okay. Crunchyroll, because they just, I, they just took over from Fanimation. So, they, they oh. uh, Sony bought off both of them, and they're combining everything into Crunchyroll. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, it's a little easier to get your anime fixed. Cool. Well, um, I've been watching, for some reason... I've been watching a lot of seventies horror, oh. and last night I saw the Messiah of Evil. Really nice hidden gem, very Lovecraftian. Um, I don't know. Um, have you been? Have you uh, have you been to the Draft House? Yes. Uh, have you ever seen a horror movie in a Draft House? Yes, I have. Well, there's this like one clip that they show of a girl in the theater, and then she gets attacked by by zombies or cannibals. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. well, that scene comes on the Messiah yeah. of Evil. It's a really good film. Um, I just saw it, and then I saw another one um, during the week called The Child. And uh, God, I just there was another The Child, and then there was a a Dream No Evil. So a great seventies horror. Um, it's yes, I'm very unprofessional. I should have silenced that. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I kind of recommend those films. They're yeah. hidden gems. I I saw them on Shutter, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're available on Tubi. Nice. I know Mas- Messiah of Evil is also on uh, YouTube for okay. free, so I I recommend those. Ooh, everything, everywhere, all all at once is a really good. One. Oh, you saw that one? Yes. Cool. I I can't. Uh, as soon as I'm. 
soon as I get a better paycheck, I'm going to go back to the theater. I have everything everywhere all at once with M- Michelle Yeoh. Yo, Fucking amazing. Uh, she is so uh, beautiful. She is. I, 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 she's Even always been a... Tr- now, she's still fucking amazing. She's still beautiful. Like, when, when I found I, out she was going to be a Bond girl, like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, yeah. she deserves it. And, like, all her other stuff, she's just amazing. And uh, I just watched... I don't know, we're, we're a little bit more of the culty stuff. I just watched uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh. It was really good. Really? I really liked it. I liked the gay plots. The what? The gay plots. Oh, okay. That's right. They have that? Yeah. Because I, I know I know Dumbledore the, and uh, Grimmador. Grindle uh, something something. Well, I know they're gay. I just didn't think... Um, no, like, uh, I know they're gay. I just, well, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but, like, I know they're gay. But I just never <laughs> know. No, they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, Simon. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I just. I know they're gay. <laughs> I support, I support, I I support, um, you know, I'm probably going to cut this part out. <laughs> okay. No, but it's it a, a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. So, but you haven't seen the new one that came out, The Secrets, or not yet? Yeah, I just watched it. Oh, then you saw Yesterday. it. That was it. The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, but you caught a part, caught a Fantastic Beast. It's before. Fantastic. It's Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, okay. I thought you said number four. I'm like, number huh? four? I thought you were like getting confused no, with no, the no, numbers. No. It's called Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, okay. So it was good? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. They they finally, I know they're, uh, I know we're getting into a tangent again. It's yeah. fine. Um, I love to talk. <laughs> As we all do. Um, they finally at like did the plot that everybody has been asking for, which is essentially the like love and like hate between Grendel, uh, Grendel and Dumbledore. Uh-huh. Just essentially kind of like they can't go against each other, so they have to use other people to like try to kill each other. But they still love each other, so it's like a very like oh. it's like a very fucked up like or Romeo and Juliet. That's sweet though. Yeah, I really liked it. That is wow. Yeah. I kind of want to see that now, yeah. even though I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. But I think I want to see something. Well, the like Fantastic Beasts franchise is nothing like connected to the. It's literally just Dumbledore that's like connected to Harry Potter, but uh-huh. everything else is like it's just a different story. So it's it's a good like. Um, it's a good side plot, Livig, if you don't want to get into like the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. It's the first one is really good. The second one is kinda lacking. And then this new one that just came out is 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 good. Wow, Tim, you had just sold me on the Fantastic Beast. <laughs> wow. I did not like what I think if it was anybody else it's, that was said that that would have said that, I probably would have been It's also Eddie Redmayne. So I and I like his acting. Have you had a, do you know who Eddie Redmayne is? No. Uh, he did, um, um, I was going to say Sir Isaac Newton. I'm not Sir Isaac Newton. Um, what's his name? The Ex- scientist. Xavier? No, 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 no. Um. Oh, oh, um, uh, Hawk, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Yes. 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 He, okay, he cool. played Stephen Hawking as a biopic. And he's the, really good. The everything out of everything? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I forgot. Oh, cool. Well, so I'll, um, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll look in, I'll look into those films now. You, you sold me on them. Um, uh, they're on HBO if you want to watch them. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah, okay. 
So, right, guys. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, all our new and old listeners, for uh, hearing us. Um, you all have a great day um, at the time. Great Easter. And we'll be back real soon. So, goodbye, everybody. Later, guys. Later, guys.